You're listening to Brains On, where we're serious about being curious. Brains On is supported in part by a grant from the National Science Foundation. And this is the kitchen. Nothing special. Microwave, sink, a fridge named Toby, a lukewarminator. A pickle vending machine? Ooh, cool. Oh, yeah, we installed that because Mark was spending too much time out of the office looking for pickles. Oh, hi, Molly. Hi, Amaha. Have you noticed anything strange about Sandin? Like he's spending all his time trying to win dog bowtie auctions? No, that checks out. Did he try to convince you to do that all pixie stick diet he's into? No. Good, because I tried it and it's not... Just look over there. Better yet, listen. Shh! Guys, this is the best part. Are we supposed to be hearing something? The air vent. Just listen. It makes such beautiful, sweet music. Uh, I've never heard of an air conditioner making music. I hear it humming, I guess. Yeah, and it's glorious. Hum. Huh. I heard something about a sound-related virus going around last week. Did you guys hear about that? Oh, yeah. I kind of remember seeing something called sonovirus. What? Oh, right, right. It's this virus that makes people confuse music and ordinary sounds. Wow. I bet sonovirus causes some interesting doctor's visits. I wonder if it's contagious. We'll be sealed away in the studio, so I think we'll be okay. Hey, have you guys heard the latest jam by Door? Are you talking about a door jam? If this doesn't get you dancing, I don't know what will. I can't wait to see Dor in concert. I mean, I'm not going to use the word... No, no, I will use it. Genius. Dor is a genius. I mean, the creative choices Dor makes are just amazing. You're listening to Brains On for American Public Media. I'm Molly Bloom, and my co-host today is Amaha from Atlanta. Hi, Amaha. Hi, Molly. Today is our annual Mystery Sound Extravaganza. How does that sound to you, Amaha? Oh, that sounds amazing. (laughs) So you sent us a Mystery Sound a while ago. We're going to play it right now for our listeners. So, Amaha, can you tell us what that Mystery Sound was? That was the sound of me... Um, drinking from the Trevi Fountain in Rome. So is drinking from the Trevi Fountain a, a, a traditional thing that people do? Mm, no, they just had like a water tap on the side. It's not the actual fountain. That water's not good. Okay, got it. It's like, that sounds maybe not the best idea to drink from the yeah. fountain. <laughs> yeah. We love getting mystery sounds from our listeners. In fact, all of the mystery sounds we have today, except for one, were sent to us from listeners. Let's get started. We are going to start with two different sounds sent in to us by two sisters. Here's the first. Do you want to hear that one more time? Uh, yes, please. Okay. All right. What is your guess? Um, somebody... Flopping flip-flops, going like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Yes, they're walking kind of sassily, wearing flip-flops. Yeah, totally. Excellent guess. You ready for the answer? Yeah. Here it is. My name is Emily, and we're from Los Angeles, California. 
That was my dad jumping on his jump rope. Jump rope. Oh, I should have known. You're right. I mean, yeah, I get it. It's like a rhythmic sound that repeats. Yeah. You heard feet. So Mm -hmm. not too far off. Yeah, I actually jump rope a lot. For fun or for exercise? For exercise and for just for fun. Can you do any tricks? Oh, yeah. When the rope goes over me, I cross it, jump through, and then uncross, and then keep jumping. That's very impressive. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. So you can do tricks with jump ropes, but let's see if you can do a trick with your ears. Here is the next mystery sound. All right. Do you have an initial guess? Off the top of my head, I think that sounds like a bird chirping, but I'm not I'm not completely sure that's the answer. That's a really good guess. Let's hear it one more time. Any new thoughts after hearing it again? Mm, I'm 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 going to stick to my guns. Okay. You think it's a bird? Very good guess. Let's hear the answer. Hi, my name is Claire, and I'm from Los Angeles, California. This mystery sound is the sound of my pet parakeet, Coco, screeching. Excellent job. Totally Mm -hmm. right. So we asked Claire to tell us a little bit about why her parakeet, also known as a budgie, makes this sound. Sometimes it's because she wants me to take her out of her cage so she can fly around the room or maybe sit in the entryway window for several hours at a time. Oko is a budgerigar. You know, those small, colorful birds you see at pet stores. Every morning I change her food and water and we also sometimes give her fresh vegetables to munch. And also, I take the newspaper out of the bottom of her cage and put in fresh newspaper sometimes. All right, are you ready for another mystery sound? Yes. Let's do it. What is your guess? Somebody flipping something and then popping something. Mm, A flip and a pop. Okay, let's hear it again and see if you can figure out what that flip and a pop is. What new thoughts do you have? Oh, those poppers that you pop at um, on the playground where you take those and then he's just shaking the popper and then go boom. With the popper. I know what you're talking about. That is a very good guess. Take, and then just somebody taking the paper. That's my guess. Mm, okay. Excellent guess. Well, let's hear the answer. Hi. My name is Maya from Murrieta, California. And the sound that you just heard was me stapling a piece of paper. Oh, of course. Of yes. course. There was paper involved. Yeah. You were right there. And the pop was the stapler. Oh, I never heard it as that way. Yeah. I, I like the sound cool. staplers make, especially when there's like a good stack of paper and you staple them. It's a very satisfying yeah. sound. All right. Ready totally. for the next one? Yeah. All right. Here we go. That one's really short. So let's hear it a couple more times. 
So what do you think that short little sound might be? Oh, somebody drinking something. Mm. Something drinking something. Something drinking something. I really like that guess. Ready for the answer? Yeah. Okay, here's the answer. Hello, my name is Marcos, and I'm from Sunrise, Florida. I'm eight years old, and that was the sound of me putting whipped cream in my mouth. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it was someone putting something in their mouth, but instead of drinking water, he was squirting whipped cream directly into his mouth. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever done that before? Not into my mouth, but I have squirted it onto a plate. Yeah, I mean, like, why put whipped cream on a pie or something when you could squirt it directly into your mouth? Exactly. I mean, Brains On does not necessarily endorse this, but we appreciate the innovation. Okay. Okay, next sound. Knife being sharpened. Oh, a knife being sharpened. You can say that right away. All right, let's hear it one more time and see if you have any new thoughts. Any new thoughts? It sounds like something, it has metal to do and metal rubbing against something else that's metal. I just can't figure out what the two objects are. Mm, Yes. I'm ready to hear the answer. All right. Here is the answer from Archimedes, who lives on a farm in Portland, Oregon. That was the sound of us milking a goat. Oh! (laughs) Totally off. Yeah, so that, but you did hear metal because the bucket was metal. So the milk was going into the bucket. So you weren't that far off. Okay. So we asked Archimedes to tell us a little bit more about how he milks the goats. We're putting feed in the bucket for the goat. And then we open the gate and our goat Ishtar trots out and goes onto the feeder. And then we milk her. Now Ishtar's eating. The first thing we do before we milk is we take a cloth and then we make sure the milk is white with no blood or mud. We squeeze the teat so that the milk will squeeze out and then we let go and do it over and over again into a bowl. We take the milk and we put it in jars. And then we drink it or make cheese with it Mm -hmm. or we sell it. I learned how to milk a goat. My mama taught me and I was really observant of how she did it. And then I just started to learn. Sorry, there's kitten lapping in the background. Milo's trying to drink the milk while I'm milking the goat. (laughs) When you're milking and she raises her foot and stomps it, that means that she's totally, that she's done. And that she wants you to hurry up. There you go. Now you know a lot about milking goats. Have you ever milked a goat before? No, but in Vermont, I milked a cow. It's probably kind of similar. Yeah. I just had to squeeze the thing to make sure it was white, 
hook it up to four thingies that suck the milk out, and there it was. So that was a machine milking, and this was milking by hand. My great-grandmother, she used to have cows in Ethiopia, and she used to milk them every day. And when my mom came over, she was like, oh, yeah, help with the cows. And my mom thought they were like those oh-so-cute, clean animals. Uh Uh-uh. No. (laughs) What were they actually like? They were big, dirty, smelly. (laughs) So So, she learned what cows are really like. Yeah. So, are your ears ready for the next sound? Yes. All right, here it is. Any guesses? A slow-mo replay of some sort of video on a camera. Ooh, very nice guess. Well, we are going to hear it again and give you another chance to guess right after this. Brains On is working on a new series on feelings. And we want to know how your feelings feel to you. Like sadness, for instance. How does sadness feel to you, Amaha? Like, how do you think of sadness with a color or a certain sensation in your body? So it feels like my belly masses drop down into my legs and my head feels as empty as a paper bag. Wow. And all I see is a gray, bleak future. Yeah, like when I feel sad, yeah, I just like feel very heavy. And, like, I don't want to move at all. Yeah. You can send a short recording of how sadness feels to you at brainzone.org slash contact. We are working on the series now, so we would love your answers soon. And while you're at it, you can always send in questions, artwork, and more mystery sounds. That's what this listener did. Hi, I'm Kalia. And I'm Anya. We're from Orland Park, Illinois, and our question is, why is air invisible? We'll hear the answer to that question at the end of the show, along with the new members of the Brains Honor Roll. And for any adults in the room, here's a quick message. Making this show takes a lot. A lot of time, a lot of creativity, a lot of microphones, cables, computers, and snacks, preferably crackers. Since you appreciate smart, fact-filled shows, support us. Help us pay for all the things it takes to make Brains On. Go to brainson.org slash donate. And while you're there, pick a cool thank you gift, like a t-shirt or a hat with a built-in flashlight. Perfect for when you are midnight snacking on crackers. Thanks for making this show happen. Keep listening. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. 
Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. You're listening to Brains On. I'm Molly. And I'm Amaha. Hey, guys. Have you seen Mark around? Sandin, how are you feeling? Do you still have the sonovirus? I do, and it's the best. I mean, these sounds, they are amazing. Like, like listen to the zipper on my jacket. Isn't that just rad? I mean, oh, so good, right? Uh, anybody else need to print? I can grab those printouts and bring them to you. Uh, no job too big. Go ahead and just print. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. This one's a little smudged. Uh, go ahead and print again. And maybe send a couple backup copies just to be safe. Oh, no. I think Mark caught it, too. Check out this remix. Oh, yeah, that's good, Mark. Nice remix. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Actually, realizing how awesome everyday sounds are is a very important skill for any Brains On listener. Without it, we wouldn't have all these awesome mystery sounds today. Wait, do all our listeners have sonovirus, too? Did I catch it from them? Maybe. But maybe it's a good thing. Like how there's good bacteria in our guts? This is a good virus. It helps us hear the beauty all around. Like, have you heard this light switch? Ooh, yeah, nice melody. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm into this. I'm not sure if that's an actual virus they have. I just think once you start hearing all the amazing mystery sounds, like the ones our listeners send in, it's hard not to hear the music in the world. So... Amaha, are you ready to go back to some of these beautiful noises? Lay one on me, maestro. Let's go back to the one we heard right before the break. Okay, any new thoughts after hearing it again? Somebody playing a video game. Oh, a video game. Very good thought. Here is the answer. My name is Andreas Bick, and I'm a composer for film music, radio music, um, radio play music, and for sound art. That was the sound of dispersion of sound waves in ice sheets, some kind of laser sound that you can hear in ice during the wintertime when the, the ice is contracting or expanding Uh, due to temperature fluctuations in the air. So that is a sound made by ice on a lake. Whoa. Isn't that amazing? So it happens when the ice expands or contracts and sound waves travel through the ice, but since the higher frequencies travel faster and get to us before the lower frequencies, it sounds like pew, like a laser. And this is a sound that Andreas grew up hearing. I grew up... uh, in the countryside, very close to a lake, and as kids, we always uh, went there and um, and um, uh, and played on the ice. I remember those sounds, and I wanted to really make um, good recordings of that. So I traveled to a lot of uh, lakes close to Berlin, where I'm living in Germany, 
and uh, try to make the best recordings of um, of those sounds. That is very cool. Yeah, it totally sounds like a video game or a laser or something, but it's just ice. Yeah. From lasers to listeners, here is the next listener-submitted mystery sound. What is your guess? Somebody pulling up some sort of curtain. I'm not completely sure whether it's a shower curtain, but I'm saying just any type of curtain. Very good guess. Let's hear it one more time. Sticking with the curtain being pulled up? Oh, yeah. Okay, here is the answer. My name is Maya, and I'm from Honolulu, Hawaii. That was the sound of me raking leaves in my front yard. I like raking leaves because it's really fun to jump in the pile when I'm done. Raking leaves! Does that make sense now that you hear it? Yes. Have you ever jumped into a leaf pile before? Yeah, when I was like four, five, six. It's been a while, so the sound's not necessarily fresh in your mind. Do you have to help rake leaves now, though? We just have to blow them, bag them, and then the city will pick it up. Oh, so you use like a blower instead of a rake. Yeah. So it's a different kind of sound. Are you ready for the next mystery? Of course. Here it is. What do you think that sound is? I'm going to go really specific. Something like a home aquarium. Mm. Or somebody going under a bath and then just going... And then it goes... Like blowing bubbles underwater in a bathtub? Yeah, or the home aquarium. That's totally both excellent guesses. Here is the answer. My name is Will, and I'm five years old. And this is the sound of dry ice and water and dish soap. So you were close. There are bubbles involved from the dish soap. And what Will did there is he took dry ice, which is a solid form of carbon dioxide. And carbon dioxide is one of the gases that we exhale when we breathe. Sometimes it's used for special effects in plays. It creates a mist as it warms up. And that's called sublimation. That's when something goes straight from its solid form into a gas without turning into a liquid first. So Will did some experimenting to see what happened when he mixed other things with dry ice. We mixed it with water. It made vapor. Then we decided to mix it with dish soap. Then it started to make bubbles. The sound was the bubbles popping. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, so there are bubbles there. And it's a really cool sound. It sounds like a cauldron bubbling away. Like It sounds like it would be super useful and like on Halloween or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. You ready for the next sound? Yes. Here it is. What is your guess? Somebody rubbing something. Hmm. Okay, let's hear it again and see if you can figure out what it might be. (laughs) 
Any new guesses? No. I think I know the sound. I just can't recall it. And when I recall it, I will, you know, scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. It's like it's like on the tip of your tongue. You're like, I know what it is. Yeah. Let's hear the answer. Hello, my name is Leo. And my name is Stella. And my name is Lucas. Hi, my name is Cooper. From Oak Park, Illinois. The sound you just heard was the sound of cars racing at the Indy 500. The Indy 500 is a car race in Indianapolis, Indiana that happens every year on Memorial Day weekend. The drivers race 500 miles. We have been going to the race for four years, but my family has been going for over 50 years. My favorite part of the race is the driver pool, where we try to pick the winner of the race. My favorite thing about the race is when they sing back home again in Indiana before the race starts. My favorite thing about the race is watching the race with my family. My favorite part of the race is hearing the roar of the cars running the race. To me, it kind of sounded like when I first heard it, I thought it was like bees or like some kind of insect. But it's just little, little engines zooming by. I guess I was three-fourths correct because the tires are rubbing against the ground. Hey, good point. I like it. Brains, brains, brains. All right, here is another sound to test your ears. What is your guess? Something splashing in a pool. Mm-hmm. And then going out. It's like he splashed, got out, and closed the door that was creaking. Mm, I like that. That is like a whole play you just wrote. Wonderful. All right. Here yeah. is the answer. Hi. My name is Sylvia, and I am from Grandma's Island, Washington. That was the sound of crab pots being pulled up into the boat. What I like about crabbing is that you get to be out in the water. How you crab is you go out onto the water and throw your pot out. The next day you come back and check them and see if there are any cracks. Where I crab is in the Salish Sea that surrounds Grandma's Island. Goodbye. Oh. Yeah, so they were going crabbing. They were like fishing for crabs using a pot. And that, so that was the big splash that you heard. And then them kind of reeling yeah. it back in. I should have guessed fishing, but... It's fine. All right, here is our last mystery sound. Somebody tramping through mud. Mm, tramping through mud. Not mud, but like some sort of terrain. Here is the answer. My name is Lucas, and I am from Irvine, California. What you just heard was the sound of me and a group of people on a hiking path made of rocks and pebbles. The hike was at Bolta Chica Ecological Reserve, which is one of the last wetlands in all of California. It is protected because human development was endangering the natural habitat of endangered species there. On our hike, we saw some very interesting birds, like a big eager and a kingfisher, which has really cool hair, like a white mohawk. Me and my mom love hiking. We try to go every weekend, and there is so much to see. The sound of nature is always very relaxing. You never know what you can find when you're out exploring nature. You 
were right. People tramping on rocks. So I love that answer from Lucas. So what is your favorite spot to explore nature? Probably Fort Yargo State Park or Vogel State Park. It's in Winder, Georgia. Why? What's there? Lots of history, beautiful lush forests. I actually drank from a creek. I drank from a real spring at the source. Wow, that's amazing. And I have gone hiking there multiple times. So, Amaha, you did an amazing job guessing these sounds today. And it's not easy to hear sounds out of context and identify them, but you did a really excellent job. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and listeners, we want to thank you so much for all the amazing mystery sounds you send to us every day. We wish we could include all of them in this episode, but we want you to know that we love listening to the music that you hear in the world. Brains On is produced by Molly Bloom, Mark Sanchez, and Sandin Totten. When she's not quoting Othello, our fellow is Manica Wilhelm. I do perceive here a divided duty. And, as always, a big thank you to you, our listeners. Your questions, drawings, and all those mystery sounds keep us going. Brains On is a nonprofit public radio podcast. You can also help support our show with the donation at brainson.org slash donate. Every donation helps. Now, before we go, it's time for our moment of um... Why is air invisible? Hi, I'm Vicki Vandergeer. I studied chemistry, and in my job, I try to ensure that the medicines you buy at a pharmacy are safe to use. To understand this, first you need to remember that all the matter around you is made up of molecules. Some of these are big complicated molecules, or collections of molecules, and some are really simple molecules. In general, the big complicated molecules can do a lot of different things when light hits them. They can absorb the light, or they can scatter in all directions, or even send the light straight back like a ping pong ball. For example, the molecules in carrots are really good at sending back orange bits of light and absorbing the rest, which is why carrots appear orange. So how about air? Well, air is mostly made up of very simple nitrogen and oxygen molecules, which really can't do much with visible light. They can't really absorb it, they can't really reflect it, so the light generally passes straight through the air as if the molecules weren't even there. It's the same with a pane of glass. The structures making up the pane of glass don't interact much with visible light and let most of it pass through. And when light passes straight through something, that means you can't see it. So do the molecules in the air do nothing with light? Well, not quite. They do scatter the light a little bit, especially the blue light, which is why the sky is blue. So in a way, the next time you're looking up at a blue sky, you are seeing air after all. It's time for the Brain's Honor Roll. These are the brilliant listeners who share their ideas, questions, mystery sounds, and drawings with us. They make this show what it is. Kyle from Nederland, Colorado, Evelyn from Pocatuck, Connecticut, Benjamin from Boston, Margot from Stratford, New Jersey, Marina from Milwaukee, Nicholas and Isaiah from Chino Hills, California, Anna from Chevy Chase, Maryland, James, Olivia, and Charlotte from St. Paul, Blake from Littleton, Colorado, Lucy from Gibsons, British Columbia, Ember, Kenan, and Ella from Okinawa, Japan, Ion from Chicago, Sophie, Declan, and Emmett from South Bend, Indiana, Jake from London, England, Leon from Melbourne, Australia, Gabe and Luke from Memphis, Kelsey from Egan, Minnesota, Elise and Etta from St. Louis, Theo from Park Ridge, Illinois, Andrew from Nashville, 
Nashville, Bo from Janjuk, Australia, Sarthak from Edison, New Jersey, Teresa from Burton, England, Hazel from Newmarket, New Hampshire, Cole from Brooklyn, Massachusetts, Grace from Rockville, Maryland, Harry and Russie from Alameda, California, Samuel and Jonah from Ventura, California, Eli from Kalamazoo, Michigan, Jet from Gaithersburg, Maryland, Rose from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Abel and Haven from Fairbanks, Alaska, Shayna from Hanoi, Vietnam, Riley from Croton on Hudson, New York, Nora from Berkeley, California, Sophia from Wellington, New Zealand, Ethan and Regan from Fort Fairfield, Maine, Dylan and Miles from Chicago, Amelia from Bridgend, Wales, Faith from Camarillo, California, Abhinav and Nidhi from Redlands, California, Ryan from Orlando, Demir from Mission Viejo, California, John from San Francisco, Mackay from Santa Rosa, California, Lev from Philadelphia, Lily from Tbilisi, Georgia, Ethan and Otto from Brisbane, Australia, Morgan from Austin, Texas, Quinn from Hong Kong, Owen from Pittsburgh, Eleanor and Francis from Falls Church, Virginia, Jillian and Sasha from Burlington, Vermont, and Oliver, Isla, and Ada from Rumsey, California. We'll be back soon with more answers to your questions. Thanks for listening.